of thing in the corporate world. People get used to, let's have a meeting. Let's just shoot the shit and figure out why we're here. There's no structure and it, it turns out to be a waste of time. That happens quite a bit. There's tons of meetings that could have just been a Slack message or a phone call and didn't have to be a meeting and it turns out to be a waste of time. So it's been amazing to have more of my time back to focus on deep work, work that I think is actually moving the needle for me. Welcome to School of Success, the podcast that will help you reach your goals and become the success story you've always dreamed of. Join us on our journey as we explore the strategies, tools, and tactics needed to build health, wealth, and personal development. Together, we'll uncover the secrets to living life to its fullest with host Brandon Hicks. So let's get started and make your dreams come true. Welcome back to another episode of School of Success. Just finishing up this mini series here on leaving your W-2. We have talked about setting the intention, the affirmations, visualization, the mindset work to help you through this process. We've talked about the community and resources that can help you through all of this and some strategies for figuring out your current financial situation, figuring out what your runway is, going through all of the fears to that fear setting process, and just some of the thoughts and emotions that you might experience along the way. It's been just over six months since I've left my job and I thought it would be good to just talk about what's going well, what's been tough, and maybe some recommendations. So the one thing that has stayed with me is just the feeling of freedom. I've been in marathon training for three or four months now and one of the greatest things that has worked out for me by being a business owner and not having set hours of nine to five is that I can train when it makes sense for me. I'm working with a health optimization coach and we had talked about strategies for improving my vitamin D levels. Of course, that means getting out in the sunlight at certain times of the day, which of course is generally like right in the middle of the day. And that means going out for a run at that time. So sometimes I'm going for a run at 10 in the morning, which if I had my day job, Going for a run from 10 to 12 would be really hard to do because one, your coworkers are scheduling meetings and you can't just skip those meetings and you can't tell them, hey, I'm not available from 10 to 12 because you've got your core working hours and these are the hours you need to be available. So the freedom and flexibility for me to be able to do that has just been awesome. The other thing that has just been incredible is the flexibility to travel when I want without having to ask a manager. Like I mentioned in the last episode, we went on a 10-day trip to Switzerland, the second longest vacation that I've taken in my adult life. Usually I would only go for a week because I always felt, man, how can I step away from my coworkers and from the work for more than a week? It's going to be so impactful to everybody. I don't want to cause any problems for them. But now because I'm my own boss and I'm putting systems and processes in place and my goal is to build a business that I am able to travel and work on while I'm wherever I am in the world. I'm able to go to somewhere like Switzerland or two weekends ago, we were in Sarasota for a real estate conference and I'm able to go travel on the day that makes the most sense for me at the time that makes the most sense. I don't have to worry about, well, I really should fly later in the day so that I don't have to take a vacation day. I'll take the flight time that works the best for me and the one that's the most cost effective. And I don't have to worry about if it works for my company, which has just been incredible. I've also just noticed less work meetings. I think in the corporate world, people get used to, let's have a meeting. Let's just shoot the shit and figure out why we're here. There's 
no structure and it, it turns out to be a waste of time. That happens quite a bit. There's tons of meetings that could have just been a Slack message or a phone call and didn't have to be a meeting and it turns out to be a waste of time. So it's been amazing to have more of my time back to focus on deep work, work that I think is actually moving the needle for me. It's also just freed up a lot of time for me right now. We're adding in content like on this podcast, starting to grow on social media. And that's just not something that I would have had the time to do if I was still working a full-time job. So those are all of the things that have gone really well and been great for me so far. But some of the tougher things have been, one is I've talked a lot about financial runway. So that's figuring out what your expenses are, how much money you've saved in the bank, and how much time would it take for you to deplete those savings until you run out of money, your financial runway. And I'm still working off of that. It's certainly not been stressful, but it is something that I want to get away from as quickly as possible. Financial freedom typically is defined as your income from your investments, whether it's passive or a combination of passive and active is enough to cover your expenses. And then at that point, you don't have to work. You don't have to worry about where the money's going to come from to pay for your bills because you have this consistent income from your your investments. And so that's something that I'm working towards. And I am confident that I will get there with plenty of buffer with my runway, but still being honest, a bit uneasy to know that I'm still working off of that, right? So I'm still taking the actions that I believe will get me to the results that I need. I've got two virtual assistants, one making phone calls to off-market owners, one who's analyzing deals. So we're looking at a lot more deals. We've ramped up quite a bit. So I know that it's just a matter of time before we start finding a couple of deals that we can close on. So it really is just a matter of time, but I'd be lying if I said that fear doesn't creep in occasionally. The nice thing though, again, because I did that fear setting exercise and I've got my financial runway calculated on Excel and I'm checking things quarterly, I know where I stand. And although I have the emotional fear popping up, I can look at that fear logically and say, okay, I recognize that this is an uncomfortable situation, but my runway is this and I'm taking these actions. And if all goes to plan, we will hit our numbers well before there's truly a challenge or an issue here. And here are my backup plans that I will resort to if needed. So that has been helping. Another thing that's been tough for me is balancing expenses. So now we've got this freedom to go where we want, when we want, but I don't have the financial freedom yet to necessarily support that. And that financial mindset for me has been something that I've been working. I've got a certain amount of money in savings. So yes, I can't afford another vacation. We can go travel across the country if we want to. But the question is, or the thought is, well, I can go on that vacation right now. Let's say that's a $5,000 vacation, just making it up. Well, that is, let's say a couple weeks of my runway. Maybe my runway is two years at this point. Can I take a vacation that would take two weeks off of my runway? So now my runway is 23 and a half months. Someone might say, yes, you absolutely can you'll figure something out in the next two years. That's not going to be a concern for you. But at the same time, if I got to the end of the two years and now my runway has been shortened by say two months because I took all these vacations, I'm going to look back and say, shoot, I would much rather have not gone on vacation and not have to go get a job right now. So that is the thing that I am working through, struggling with a bit. What is the balance for me of how much money I could spend or splurge on right now, knowing that I am still working on growing a business. So that has been 
been a challenge that I have been working through. The last is I touched on self-storage. We're making offers. So we're calling owners. We're hitting our metrics. We are analyzing the deals, a number of deals a week that I want to analyze. We're making offers. We don't have a deal under contract yet. And the reality is is that in the commercial space, sometimes even experienced investors will only have one deal a year. Sometimes they might have eight deals a year. It really depends on the market, how much they're looking to grow. But we're not talking about a hundred deals a year. So that's something that I've been having to work on, work on the patience, trust the process. You're taking the right actions. You're making the phone calls to owners. You're analyzing deals. You're pursuing those deals by making offers. And soon enough, it will come. Certainly eager for the next one, but I'm not going to jump on something that I don't think is a good option for me that brings risk to me and to my investors. So the balance there of the eagerness with the patience is something that I've been working on. What's helped me through this is something that I've touched on quite a bit at this point, but it is the continuation of looking at my goals, reading my goals in the morning, thinking about my wins at night. So my wins for the day, reminding myself of all of the wins that I'd had, whether it's from eating healthy, getting my exercise, getting outside, taking my dog for a walk, the calls that I've made, the deals that I've analyzed, just reminding myself everything that I've done each day and saying, okay, I'm getting 1% better and I'm taking steps in the right direction. So I'm reminding myself of that daily along with the affirmations and the visualization. I'm also continuing to build my network. You know, we were in Sarasota two weekends ago, met a number of new investors that I'm building relationships with and also working with investors who are bringing self-storage deals to us and pursuing those deals, making offers. So again, just going through the process, I'm working on trusting the process and actually the process that I've been using is what's called the 12 week year. If you haven't heard of that, it's a great book. I would definitely check it out, but it is essentially taking your year long goal and breaking it down into quarters, 12 week chunks. So take your yearly goal and then you break that down into 12 weeks. And then from there, you're 12 weeks down into each week. And then with the work that you need to do on a daily basis. And so in that 13th week, which would be the last week of a quarter is when you reflect on the work that you've done for the last 12 weeks, your wins and the things that you could have done better. And you plan for the next quarter and see what changes you can make, what improvements you can make and celebrate your wins. Actually, this is that week. And so I will be doing that this weekend. I'll be reevaluating where I am financially. I had sent my attention of the work that I wanted to do for this first quarter and at the end of last year. So I'm going to look back at what I said I was going to do. Did I do that work? Did I execute on that? What things could I improve on? And use that to improve and set my intentions for Q2. Hey, I appreciate you listening to another episode of School of Success. I'm committed to helping others reach their full potential. So if you found value, please leave a five-star rating and review. With that, we can reach more people and help make their dreams come true.